Welcome to the Business Angel Podcast, the show that aims to inspire and support VAs globally to build and scale their businesses. I'm your host, Ingrid Mandagali. I'm very excited to bring you guys this episode today. So welcome very everyone. Um, imposter syndrome is something I didn't even know existed. I came across the word and I googled it and that's when the light came on, so to speak. Um, being an entrepreneur has sent me on one crazy personal development journey and it all really started about when I researched more about imposter syndrome. Some of us um, struggle quite a lot with it, um, including me, and I hope this episode will give you the guidance and the tips towards overcoming it. With that being said, I'm so excited about today's expert. Um, she is Cindy Johns, a business coach for introverts from Biz, from the beautiful Brisbane, Australia. Um, Cindy being an introvert herself and being in business for 15 years has some incredible insights and ways to succeed as an introvert in business. Thank you so much, Cindy, for taking the time out of your evening to chat to us. Thank you, Ingrid. Cindy, okay, so tell us a bit about yourself, your work, and how did you get into coaching? Well, first of all, uh, thank you so much for having me, Ingrid. Um, So I'm a confidence coach and a business coach for introverts and quiet people. My mission is to help introverts and quiet people grow in confidence so they can build their own business empire. And after more than 15 years as a successful introverted entrepreneur, I felt it was time to share some of my knowledge and to help other introverts break free from feeling like they had to be louder or more extroverted or to be putting themselves out there more in order to be successful. I wanted to encourage every introvert and to show them that our quiet gifts are actually the secret weapons in building successful and sustainable businesses and that there is no need to act like an extrovert or to be loud all the time. (laughs) Wow yeah I I have to say I was when I first started the business I, I I kept on comparing myself a lot and I probably compared myself to everyone that's probably an extrovert <laughs> on Instagram yeah. and it it wasn't good for my psyche. I mean, my head was spinning um, and the last couple of months, I must say, I really truly feel more aligned to being an introvert, especially after following you and learning more about it and actually just <clears throat> embracing me as an introvert and actually it's it's been truly amazing to actually realize that that I've got gifts that the world needs. Um, I do think it's harder for us some days, and some days it's easier. Um, if we but if we keep developing and keep learning, um, we have so much incredible people like yourself to help us. Actually, we can actually overcome anything. So yeah, it's 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 really hard to not not compare yourself, um, but um, I know also imposter syndrome is not something everyone knows about. So could you explain a bit about what imposter syndrome is and how can we recognize it if we we have it? Yep, absolutely. So imposter syndrome is that secret belief 
that you don't belong here or that you don't really have the skills or even the right to be doing whatever it is you're doing. When you're suffering from imposter syndrome, you're always waiting to be found out as a fraud. So the word imposter means pretending. So you feel like you're pretending to be something that you're not. And there are a few ways that imposter syndrome can manifest itself in your psyche. So one of those ways is as a perfectionist. So a perfectionist always sets ridiculously high goals for themselves. And if they don't reach that perfect goal, they get caught up in all of that self-doubt and um, overthinking, and they will often stop themselves from trying new things. So perfectionists feel like their work has to be 100% perfect every single time, which is impossible. And then when it's not, then they feel like they are imposters and they're just not good enough. So you may have this kind of imposter syndrome if you have trouble delegating and if often called a micromanager. And when you don't hit that huge goal that you've set yourself, do you spend days worrying about how you're not good enough? That's a good sign that you're suffering from imposter syndrome. Yeah, that's probably now, me. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you but, recognize that in yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm quite hard on myself. I've tried to let go of that a bit because, um, I, because I work with, with other people's businesses, I feel like I have to constantly like it has to be perfect. So I'm I'm trying to not bring that perfectionism into my own business, but it it's it's still hard. <laughs> it is hard, and it, it's interesting that you say that. I was just I was writing a, a script for um, a video today, and I was actually talking about letting go of having to be perfect in your business and instead of because perfect I mean if you think about everyone that you know who is perfect or who tries to be perfect like they are the biggest pains in the butts right <laughs> yeah uh, definitely really <laughs> annoying yeah so people can't in your business people can't actually relate to you if you're always striving for perfection That's so but true. what people can relate to and can um, be comfortable with and respect is someone who's always striving for excellence. Oh, so I if love you that. Replace, yeah, if you replace that word per perfect, uh, this has to be perfect, I have to be perfect at this, I need to present this work in a perfect way, yeah. replace that word with excellent, this has to be excellent, then it's a completely different thing. Everyone admires people who do excellent work and who put their everything into creating the best that they can. Yeah. And that's absolutely. a very different energy and dynamic than being perfect. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love that. I just made a note of that because definitely I'm I'm trying to reframe and re not re talk, but just using different words in my everyday life and in my business in order to change my mindset. So striving for excellence, that is a big one. That's definitely going on my list and on my vision board. Um, because my vision board is right in front of my laptop. So I can actually look Excellent. at it every day 
and actually remember that, that I'm striving for excellence. That's amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. My pleasure. Now, another kind of imposter syndrome is the superwoman. And she's convinced that she's a phony surrounded by people so much better and so much more qualified than she is that she has to work twice as hard as everyone else to prove she, me she measures up. So the superwoman will work longer and stay back at work later than her colleagues. She'll beat herself up for taking breaks and will never ever truly feel like she's earned any of the accolades that have come her way. So imposter syndrome can also show up as needing how to, needing to know how to do everything easily and grasping things immediately. So if it takes you a while to learn a new skill, then if you're suffering from imposter syndrome, you feel like you're a complete fraud and you will never ever learn how to do it because you need, need to know how to do it straight away. This is most common amongst people who are naturally gifted at everything. You know, those people who just, uh, they just say, I'm going to go and water ski and within five minutes they're <laughs> water skiing on the lake like they've been born to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know so, these people. <laughs> yeah, right. And usually, usually like I'm sitting, sitting there watching these people do these amazing things like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And I'm feeling a little bit of envy, I'll be honest. Absolutely. But then, yeah, but then... They're, they're the problem, because there's always a flip side with that, is that the moment you don't just, you know, grab something, grasp something immediately, you start thinking that you're a failure mm -hmm. because you haven't been able to just grab it straight away. Yeah. So. Yeah. Especially in yeah. business as well. So that, that brings up, what was that, sorry? Especially in business as well, I think we do like i said i compared myself and i do still compare myself um especially recently more to people and that also gives you the sense of oh my god i i cannot do this who am i look at what she's mm. doing and look at what she's doing and how am i supposed to do this i'm not nowhere near to to her level and 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 then i just i have to step back i completely go off Instagram for a while um, because it's so detrimental. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Social media is the worst <laughs> for cultivating imposter syndrome. Yeah. Just the people that are out there showing their absolute best selves all the time. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to, yeah, we need to remember that social media is for inspiring people. Yeah. You yeah, need to, to be, yeah, to be to be successful on social media. Uh, you need to be inspiring people. You need to be showing people, look how great my life is. You want a piece of my life. Yeah. yeah. And so, if you're doing that really well, then people are buying into it. And sometimes we're thinking, oh, you know, I'm just not good enough. I'm not doing it as well as she's doing, but we have no idea of what's going on in the background. Yeah, behind the scenes, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. sorry for interrupting constantly. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. It's, it's good, have a good conversation. <laughs> so 
yeah, so finally, um, with imposter syndrome, the there's a person who feels that they have to know everything about their subject before they can move forward. And this is the sort of um, imposter syndrome that I would suffer from. Mm. I would like not go for jobs and I wouldn't apply for, for different opportunities. And sometimes even I wouldn't start a business because I felt that I didn't know enough. And I felt that I had to know everything before I could step forward. Yeah, I think for many VAs, um that's also probably in which category they would fall in because we we go into business thinking, oh, you know, or we want to go in business and thinking, oh, but I, how do I run a business? What is a business? How, I mean, and instead of actually just looking at your strengths and I mean, I worked um, in events and marketing and as a personal assistant um, the last four years before I started my business. And when I started, it was social media agency. It wasn't really virtual assistant agency. Um, it grew into that, but I took my strengths and I focused on that and I delivered what I'm good at. I, I'm not good mm -hmm. at, I'm not a business person. I didn't know what, you know, what it takes to, to actually start a business. I opened up, um, mm -hmm. Instagram for me and I started posting and I started reading and gaining knowledge about it and I'm two years in and I must say it's been great it, it mm -hmm. no one can ever know everything about everything so if we can just actually stop worrying about because we don't know enough um, yeah I think we can like rule the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like knowledge and life is a complete journey so mm -hmm. you start off learning a little bit and you, as you as you grow and as you get older and as you keep studying and learning because you're always a student you learn more and more and there's always somebody coming along for example in running a business if you're a coach and you're trying to teach people something you may feel I don't know enough about this, but then you think, well, I know more about this today than what I did six months ago. And there's somebody who's six months behind you who needs to learn what you've already learned. Exactly. That's something that has really, like, it resonates so much with me the last week because before we started the recording, I was speaking to you about the self-doubts that came up with me launching the VA Academy and mm -hmm. the universe constantly keep on sending me people that's asking me questions and asking for advice and just actually showing me that there's people that, that don't know stuff and that needs help and that needs my help. Um, and I've actually totally disregarded it almost I thought like oh that's nice you know someone you know needs me or, or or needs some advice and then I kept on scrolling through the home feed of Instagram and seeing this coach and that one and this one and, and I'm thinking oh I'm not good enough why am I doing this and yeah like you say if, if there's there's always someone that needs you um and there will be people that know more than you 
but stop actually comparing yourself to them. Um, that is mm. such a big thing, especially with imposter syndrome, won't you say? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know um, I did my yoga. So I've been a Pilates instructor for, um, gee, well over 15 years. And I can, you could walk into my house and say, I need you to teach me Pilates now. And I'd be like, bam, let's do it. <laughs> but I've just, <laughs> but I've just recently, it's only been a year that I have completed my yoga teacher training. Wow. And I did the same thing. I was looking at all of these people, these other teachers on Instagram, just doing these ridiculous pretzel yoga poses. <laughs> and thinking to myself, I can't do that. I can't be a teacher. I can't do that. I can't, you know, my hamstrings are never going to be that open. And I convinced myself, <laughs> crazy, I convinced myself out of teaching. And so for a while I stopped, I even stopped teaching Pilates because I felt just so, just so much imposter syndrome. And I just had to get over it. And now I, I'm teaching again, part-time just to get the experience and it turns out that I know quite a bit about yoga I don't know how to put myself into giant pretzel positions <laughs> and my hamstrings will never be that open but I am more flexible than the average person out yeah. there who comes to my yoga class so that I can make them feel good so there's always you, you just can't compare yourself to other people's journeys you are your own unique creation your your own unique person and your skill set is completely different from yeah. everybody else's skill set yeah. so you have to bring what you know and your experience so my my yoga classes are infused with my experience i've got tight hamstrings and tight hips so i teach classes that loosen hamstrings and hips and guess mm. what everyone who comes to my class says oh my hamstrings hurt today cindy i'm looking forward excuse me i'm looking forward to class wow so yeah yeah so that is my what you what i would have looked at previously as my um my hindrance i was comparing yeah. myself to people with lovely long hamstrings loose hamstrings <laughs> it's actually the thing that people come to me for yeah absolutely Not i think you you mentioned that um we've got a specific skill set and while while i was working with um uh energy and alignment coach earlier this year um something just just popped up in my mind and and i said to her one day if we look at it actually in the sense of we've got something special to bring to the world there's actually no such thing as failure or people not liking you because the universe and the people that actually do resonate with you and that you need to reach will actually come to you so if we can yes. just actually focus on that and not worry about oh that person didn't like me or that person didn't like my podcast episode or the way I talk or my big nose because I've got a lot of self-confidence stuff that I don't like so I don't like to show up on on video and and all of that you we've spoken about it before but mm. after realizing that everything works out for the good of us 
and the people yes. that that needs to listen to us and needs to hear from us we have got a responsibility to them to actually show up and in that sense there's no yes. such thing as failure so i mean just because not hundreds of people signed up to your to your new launch doesn't mean that it's a failure those five people maybe that signed up is people that need you and and as you learn and as we learn and grow we actually reach more people so i think this that comparison thing is such a huge thing and i just i want people to know out there in the vas that actually struggle with oh this client said no and that one did it more better than me and there's so many vias out there yes there's so many vias out there but each of us have a special unique gift and a special thing that we bring to our clients and and they need to hear that so yeah i had to i had to resonate with yeah. that as you said so but well done on on starting your pilates um business and i saw your you. inside timer goodness that's amazing for those of oh, you that yes, don't know no inside timer is um, an incredible meditation app i absolutely love it so if you don't or if you do use it go check out cindy's um meditations she started posting on there um and if you don't and you want to start yes, getting into meditation go check out Inside Timer. I'll actually post it in the show notes as well, just for um, for those of you who want to look at it. But anyway, let's just get back to the episode. <laughs> um, so Cindy, with, <laughs> with all your experience, um, would you say imposter syndrome is a common thing or is it more common in certain personality types, like more introverts than extroverts? Or what, what would you say is, is more common? Well, I don't believe that it's more common in certain personality types, but it is incredibly common. Now, I've got a quote for you from Maya Angelou, who is one of my, my most favourite, favourite writers. <laughs> yeah, me She's, too. <laughs> she said, you too? She's yeah. just so, oh, and her whole life, the whole life story is just so inspiring. Really? I should actually but, go look into it a bit more. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you have Netflix, her, the doc, there's a documentary about her called Still I Rise. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. She will just, she will blow your mind. Oh, my God. Amazing. I'm going to watch it tonight. <laughs> yes, do, do. And you'll be, you'll think to yourself, oh, I, I just need to do more with my life. <laughs> She's just wow. so amazing. I get just goosebumps so when you say that. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we'll watch it. Everybody, if you haven't seen it and you've got Netflix, please watch it. You'll just, she, she will make you want to roar. She's oh, wow. just such a woman, such a strong woman. She's amazing. So even with all of that strength, this is what she said. I have written 11 books, 11 books. But each time I think, uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've run a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. Like, wow. I just cannot imagine someone as powerful as Maya Angelou feeling that. That's just yeah. astounding. That's, yeah. well, that just makes me feel a lot, a lot less alone. Like, I mean, you always think, oh, I'm the only one. I'm this stupid little 
person here on this massive world that suffers from this. I mean, now, Maya Angelou, I mean, how famous is she? Um, gosh, yeah, that just, yeah. it really does make me feel a bit better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And when you think that, you know, uh, Oprah Winfrey considers her her mentor, you just think, and yet she still felt imposter syndrome. Wow. And, yeah, and Amy Poehler, another very strong woman, woman, has admitted to never feeling good enough. Emma Watson, who has achieved so much yeah. in such a, a young life. Yeah, she's absolutely. been quoted as saying, any moment someone's going to find out I'm a total fraud and that I don't deserve any of what I've achieved. Gosh. Just crazy. But I, I look at that and I think of the words that she used. She's, mm -hmm. I don't deserve any of what I've achieved. So yeah. she admits, she knows that she achieved it. She did it herself. Yeah. But she feels that she doesn't deserve it, that she's a fraud. Yeah. And that's it's another so side, silly. actually, of, of that, that coin of being worthy of, of your achievement and the worthy of your business mm. success. I think mm. it's another thing that a lot of us struggle with. Mm. Absolutely feeling worthy of your success, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes it stops you from, you don't feel that you deserve to be successful, so you keep yourself small. Yeah, very, yeah, absolutely. So much so, gosh, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there too. <laughs> so yeah, lots and lots of famous women. Penelope Cruz, she feels like every movie is her first and she could be fired at any moment. Wow. Kate Winslet, always feels like she's not capable of doing all the things that we know she does well. Yeah. So if you're suffering from imposter syndrome, just take comfort in the fact that you're in great company. Wow. That does make me feel a lot better. <laughs> um, we, <laughs> we do put these people on pedestals. I mean, I know Kate Winslet, Penelope Cruz, Emma Watson. Um, I'm not as familiar with Amy Poehler. Um, but these actresses, I mean, you look at them and they just look like so just confident and they've got it all together and they just like, they just like awesome. I mean, and now, I mean, they do struggle with it. It just, it really, it just makes it, makes me feel a bit more better about myself. Um, not to make them feel small, mm. but just to know that, gosh, this is, it's not, you're not alone. No one is alone in this. There's so many of us. I mean, statistics, I should actually look at statistics because there's probably, I mean, a high percentage of people that actually do suffer from it. And if, if you actually just go and research it, um, I'm going to do some research and let you guys know. But um, yeah, it's, Wow, some really incredible words of wisdom. Thank you so much, Cindy. Um, but now that That's we know right. more about recognizing imposter syndrome, can you give us some ways to overcome it? Yeah, absolutely. So it is incredibly important to address imposter syndrome as it is damaging to your confidence and your emotional well-being. And look, no one wants to live a life of regret. Yeah. So addressing your imposter syndrome is crucial 
so you can get out there and achieve everything that's in your heart to do. And if we take a look at these women who have who admit to having imposter syndrome, they, it doesn't actually stop them. They might be feeling these thoughts, but they still get up there and give the best that they can give That's every so single true. time. That is so true. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't see them backing away from um, a role just because they've got these thoughts that just do it. And that's right that you say we need to actually look at that they just push past it and yeah they do acknowledge it but it's not holding them back and I think that's that's a big one absolutely so I would start trying to overcome imposter syndrome in the way that I (laughs) try to overcome everything pretty much and that's by journaling so I love journaling (laughs) Yeah, whenever I felt imposter syndrome racing, rearing, do you love journaling? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's such an introverted thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever I feel it rearing its ugly head, I ask myself a few questions and then I just journal out the questions. So the first question I would ask myself would be, do I have enough knowledge and understanding of this subject or area in order to do the task I'm wanting to do. And then I would go ahead and list all the things that I need to be able to do and if I could actually do them. And by writing them out there, it's like you either look at it and go, well, I can't do this and I can't do that, but I can learn how to do that before I start Mm. or or you just write it out and you realize, you know what, I am so, so qualified to do all of this. I can do all of this. And this was how I came to move past my, my fear of, mm. of teaching yoga. It was like, well, you know these steps. You know how yeah. to do this, this and this. And you've been doing Pilates for so long that you can infuse what you've learned as a Pilates teacher into your yoga. And so... By the time I'd written out all the things that I could do, it was like, you are just being so silly. Get yeah. over it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it helps when, when gosh, like you say now, when you start writing it down and you start reading it over and you're like, why did I have a problem with this? Why? I mean, you like you say, you do feel quite so silly, but it's such a powerful tool to, <clears throat> excuse me, to move past those horrible things and the mindset issues that comes up and all the questions that you go go through your mind it's such a brilliant way and journaling has helped me immensely i have to say yeah i treat my journal like it's my best friend i can tell it anything i can tell it the the most horrible thought that i'm having that day knowing that it's not going to judge me and then the moment all of that stuff is out i can just move on yeah that's so true. That's moving on. It does help you to actually move on and move past it. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you can see, you can, it's like, you know, when you have a conversation with someone, when you've been sitting on something and overthinking and overthinking, and then you talk to someone about it, and in the talking, mm. you work out what the real problem is. Yeah, yeah. It happens yeah. quite a lot to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
that's what the journal is. It's just, yeah. you're just working, you're having a conversation with your best friend yeah. who never talks back to you. So yeah, exactly. But, but in essence <laughs> it does because it gives you, it gives you the freedom and it gives you actually the knowledge in a sense, which you actually give yourself, but it, it gives it to you back almost. It's weird how I, I'm yes. seeing it now, but yeah, it's, it's powerful. It's really, really powerful. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So once I've done all of that and I've listed all the things that I needed, that I need to do, and if I can do them or not, then I ask myself, so if you can do these things, what is really holding you back? And I let that sit for a while. Sometimes mm. the answer doesn't come straight away. But it's mm. when it does come, the answer is always some kind of Fear. Yeah. fear of looking silly, fear of not achieving my goal, fear of trying something and not being successful at it. And then once I've identified the fear, I ask myself, what would be the worst thing to happen if that fear came to pass? Like mm -hmm. what, what would be the worst thing? And Usually it's like, well, it wouldn't even be that bad. <laughs> yeah. I'd move on. I'd do something else. Yeah. Or I'd, I'd learn. I'd be like, oh, that didn't work. Moving on. Yeah. Um, and then if that fear is still, still kind of there and holding on, I would then ask myself, be worse. If that fear comes to pass and how I'd feel or how I'd feel if I didn't do it. Yeah. Because, yeah, regret... Regret in not, not even trying is, I think, generally a whole lot worse than yeah. falling on your face or not achieving something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that fear of failure, I think, like I was talking about earlier, um, there's no such thing actually as, a as, as failure because whatever we do, we need to go through in order to learn if it was a success in society's mm. terms it was a success but if it wasn't it means we need to go back and look at it but we always learn so there's nothing really yeah. tangible about failure so we just need to step out and do it um easier said than done fear yeah. is is quite a big thing that holds us back um it mm. was all of us but yeah i, I love that you the way you, you work it through and just tell yourself basically the steps, what you need to do to overcome that. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And actually what you're just saying about there not actually being any failure, that reminds me of a really good quote that I have heard. It, there is, I never fail. I either win or I learn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so true. Awesome. I love that. I should actually write that down. Yeah. I'm gonna making a lot of notes on this one. I hope you guys are too. <laughs> um, good, so. good. But yeah, that's a good one to remember when you're when you're feeling fear. Mm. You don't you don't want to fail at something. Remember that there is no failure. You're either going to win or you're going to learn something. And in the learning, you're winning anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Finally, there's something that I learned from Brendan Bouchard, Bouchard that I'd like to share with you guys. 
Uh, Brendan Bruchard is a personal development coach and I just love his work. I started, I started the year reading his book, um, The Motivation Manifesto. Oh, wow. Absolutely brilliant. So um, I'm pretty sure that Brendan is a full-on extrovert because, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just like a mile a minute. So I, I take him in small doses. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> he is absolutely awesome. And I was listening to a podcast episode of his where he was talking about imposter syndrome and he gave this piece of advice, which I often come back to. So he said, if you are being your own authentic self, then it's impossible to be an imposter. Because remember, imposter means pretending. Yeah. So letting go of comparison or trying to be like anyone else will allow you to give what only you can give to every situation, every job, or every challenge that you take on. You can't be an imposter if you're being yourself. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. That is, that is, we need to hear that more often. I think we all need to, like I'll I'll put this in the show notes as well. So put it somewhere where you can actually see it because we forget that, that if we are our most authentic self, if we are just being us, because I for one always think I can do so much better and I should be doing this and I should be doing that like that once and then this one and then that one again. And I keep coming back to be yourself. Don't be like everyone else. And I think it's so hard for most of us um, to actually just be ourselves and actually love ourselves for us. Um, yeah, so that is that was like, um, oh, I just love it. I haven't heard from uh, of Brendan Bruchard, so that's also a new one that's going on my list. I'll definitely check out his podcast. Um, I'll link yeah, all the details in the in the show notes so um, for you guys to find it easily. Um, but yeah, that's that's powerful. Wow, letting go of comparison or trying to be like anyone else will allow you to give what only you can give to every situation, job, or challenge. You can't be an imposter if you're being yourself. Oh my gosh, I just love it. Oh, sorry about that. I just love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Absolutely. yeah, so <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> I, I get very excited about personal development because it's, it's really changed my life and my business immensely the last year. So, um, if you're like right in the beginning of your VA business and you just like hustle, 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 and you work, 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 and like, oh, you know, I can do this and do this, and then suddenly you get all these stuff that pops up, all the self-doubt and the self-worth and the imposter syndrome and fears. And and when you actually start working on it, I mean, the success I've had in the last six months has just been incredible. My business has grown tenfold. I mean, it, it's, it, it blows my mind. But anyway, um, back to the episode. Um, yeah, so... We can never learn enough and we should be careful not to get caught up in those limiting beliefs. There is no cookie cutter approach to overcoming imposter syndrome. Like Cindy said, everyone's different. 
you might actually work through it now and then six months down the line it hits you again um, it's constant you need to always look at it and always just be aware of it and learn from it um, any belief any limiting belief for that matter it takes awareness it takes daily work but i can guarantee you if you do it um, you will come out stronger on the other side and you and your business will definitely reap the rewards um, I believe most of our business success starts with personal development, and I think Cindy would agree with me, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And healing and releasing all that's holding us back. It's not easy, but what I can tell you is it is so worth it. You can come back out on the other side, a better version of yourself, and a ver version that will conquer fear and set out to build that dream life for yourself and for your family. Um, I really hope you enjoyed today's yep. episode. Um, Cindy, thank you so, so, so much. I've got goosebumps actually from this episode. Thank you so much for being here and of sharing course. your expertise with us. Um, if someone wants to get hold of you, where can they find you? Well, Ingrid, thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. I do love talking about personal development as well. It's exciting. <laughs> and I hope your listeners found something that they can use to help them on their journey moving forward. The easiest way to find me is to head to my website at www.cindyjohns.net or you can find me on LinkedIn and Pinterest. Just look for Cindy Johns. Awesome. Well, I will link all her details in the show notes for you guys with a little bit of extra um, topics that we spoke about or some extra information just for you guys to find it easily. Um, but for now, we're going to love you and leave you and take care and chat soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week. If you have enjoyed the episode, please take a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories and tag my business page, the social link underscore ZA. If you're a VA or freelancer, be sure to join my free Facebook group, The VA Connection. I'll link all the details below. But that's all for me today. Thank you so much for listening and catch you soon.